Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast, the very first podcast of the new year, 2022. This past week, I read in the Old Testament, the book of Joshua, and we talked about this at church just this very morning at the log cabin, about how Joshua was instructed with specific instructions to help the people take the Ark of the Covenant from their exiled land into their new life. And it was a beautiful story about celebrating the presence of God on this journey, but also walking into newness. And I thought about us as Christians and how this past year, we're putting that behind us, 2021, and I think very happily walking or marching like Joshua did into 2022. When we start a new year, we all set goals. I know I do. And I think about uh, we're setting goals for the new year. They might be physical goals, something we want to accomplish, losing weight or getting more exercise. Those of us who are working, we might set professional goals of things we need to accomplish at our job. Um, We set financial goals of maybe um, where we want to be financially in the next few months. And then in our personal life, we take personal goals and set them. You know, this time of year, we reflect on the past with great gratitude, but then we also plan for the future. When I think about Joshua and his his journey of of crossing this river with the Ark of the Covenant, representing the presence of God and marching into newness. I looked at this story, and I want to talk to us today about five things that we should do when we cross over into a new year. And the very first one is to cross over with your goals early. Set your goals for the new year. In Joshua, we read that he rose early in the morning to start this journey. And he had an intention of doing it. Have we set our intentions for the new year? Is it time to stop talking and thinking about them and start doing them? I took some time this weekend to write down some of my goals. They weren't many, but there were goals that I could measure. They were measurable goals. And I wrote down maybe five or six things that I wanted to accomplish. Some of them I knew, some of them I I, I thought about, and I, I said, I can do this this next year. When they started out across the river, the waters stopped when the feet of the priest touched the water. They walked out into the water in faith, and then the water stopped and cleared away for them to to cross the river. I think about being intentional and working hard, and the hardest thing sometimes to start a project is just starting it. And I read this week about people who have who who did tremendous things, but who failed early in their career. Thomas Edison had over 10,000 experiments until he finally got the electric light bulb, the electric light uh, uh, his invention created. Bill Gates dropped out of school. They thought, what a terrible thing to do, but look at the success of Bill Gates. I read about Sir James Dyson. I think we've all heard about Dyson products. They're vacuum cleaners and fans and heaters. He had over 5,100 photo uh, prototypes before finally he could get his product um, in the production line. Walt Disney, we know beautiful Disneyland and Disney World, his newspaper editor early in his life said that he was a man who lacked 
imagination, and creativity. Many people fail, but they persevere. So I hope whatever your goals are this year, that you'll start early and your work to make them come true. The second thing is we need to cross over with God's presence. Joshua said in this passage, when you see the Ark of the Covenant, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. The Ark represented the beauty, the majesty, the holiness of God, but it reminded the people that God was going with them on this very important journey. God is with us on our journey too. We don't know exactly what is in our future this next year, but be assured as children of God that God is with us and he's walking with us through all of life's journeys. We have to run after the goodness, the love, and the peace of God, remembering that God's presence really brings us an abundant life of knowing that we're not alone. When I speak about being alone, I often think about people who perhaps live alone, maybe eat alone. You know, so many people are working from home these days, and you may be alone, but you don't have to be lonely. Please know that the presence of God is with you. Number three is we cross over to into this new year with an urgency. We read in the book of Ephesians to do three things, to walk very carefully in life. So when we make our steps, we think about what we're doing. We're intentional. And then we're instructed to walk wisely, to use the wisdom that God has given us to make good decisions. And thirdly, to walk conscientiously, redeeming the time that we have. Time is so important, and it goes by so quickly. What would you do, and this is kind of a sad question, what would you do if you knew you just had one year to live? What plans would you make? What would you like to accomplish if you knew you just had 12 months to do it? You know, in our professional lives, in our personal lives, we know that we could lose money today and hopefully earn it back. However, time is something that when you lose it, you can't retrieve it. You can't get it back. So may we value the importance of time. Number four is we cross over with a cleanup. We all have to take care of ourselves and to look at our lives and to say, I need to take care of myself holistically. Physically, do I need to get some more exercise? What do I need to do to assure that I have good health? We need to take care of ourselves spiritually. How do you feed your spirit? And this is an answer. There's no right or wrong answers. How you do that? Some people start the day by uh, reading a passage of scripture or perhaps reading some ins- inspirational material, devotional material, spending some time in, in quiet meditation or prayer. How do you how do you feed yourself spiritually? Is it walking in nature? Or is it spending time with your loved ones? How can you attend to your spiritual life? So your physical life, your spiritual life, but how also can we handle our mental life? What do you need to do to make sure you're mentally healthy? You know, I heard this term recently, and I tried to do this this past week. I had some time off, and I tried to unpretzel my brain, unpretzel my mind. Sometimes we just have to pause, take some time for ourselves to take care of ourselves, body, mind, and spirit. And then number five, we have to cross over, not with something, but without something. We're going to leave behind some heavy baggage. 
When we read in the passage, the the Israelites, when they crossed over, they had to leave behind the Canaanites and all of this negative stuff that they had to face, that the ghosts, hidden ghosts that Israel failed to defeat, they called them the ites. What hidden ghosts or ites do we have in our lives that come back to trouble us in our mind? What can we do to move into the new year without any heavy heavy baggage? What are those things that are weighing you down? We need to release to God these mountains, these barriers in our lives, and to understand that he will remove the mountains in our lives too. Joshua set up in Gilgal. He set up a little camp there, and he organized the people of God to move forward. It had been 40 years to the date since Israel had left Egypt. Gilgal means the reproach has been rolled away. They put aside the 40 years of defeat, 40 years of wandering, 40 years without a vision, and started afresh and anew. My prayer for you is that 2022 will be a wonderful year of leaving some baggage behind and crossing over into a new year with the blessings of God. We cross over to set new goals. We cross over with God's presence in our lives, with some urgency to do the right thing. We cross over with a cleanup of taking care of ourselves, body, mind, and spirit. And then we leave behind some heavy baggage. As we close our podcast today, I would like to share a poem that I read this week. It's author unknown, but I loved the words, and it's entitled, His Unfailing Presence. Another year I enter, it's history unknown. Oh, how my feet would tremble to tread its paths alone. But I have heard a whisper, I know I shall be blessed. My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. What will the new year bring? I may not, must not know. Will it be love and rapture, or loneliness and woe? Hush, hush, I hear his whisper. I surely shall be blessed. My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. May 2022 be a wonderful year for you. Thank you. Happy New Year.